The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Uh, this is Christian Watson, you're listening to Roster Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, Roster Watch Nation, welcome back to the epic Roster Watch podcast brought to you by RosterWatch.com. My name is Alex Dunlap, joined, of course, by the Trash Man for the Week 11 Waiver Wire edition of the podcast. If you're enjoying these podcasts, if you like this and the Tradecast and the Bet the Algo podcast that we have coming out on Wednesdays now with Can't Miss Mitch and the crew, please make sure and give this a like if you're watching on YouTube, but man, more importantly, what they keep asking us to do is to just ask you guys, please, in Apple Podcasts, if you could just please leave a rating and a review in Apple Podcasts. We see the, we see those coming in, and we thank you guys. We can't thank you enough, but certainly, um, man, we get a lot. Trash me, uh, would you believe that we get a lot more listeners than than we do get re- reviews on Apple Podcasts? <laughs> it's like, oh, man, put it past him. Yeah. Well, uh, so yeah, we're not asking you for money. We're not asking you for anything except just if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, if you could just please leave a review. Actually, if you do win a lot of money in fantasy, feel free to kick some back. You know? <laughs> Trash me! I thought you were giving away money in the in, in the free squares contest. Where do you think so, I'm getting it from? <laughs> okay, uh, so it, dude, it's a it's a on it. What do you think, man? I think it's I think it's kind of a big week on waivers. I think it's a I think it's a week where well, you can make gonna, some big moves. You can there's a, a lot of value to be had. And I also just think that there's I mean there's the Cooper Cup injury, which probably for. For us, and you know, at least in the, the roster watch dynasty land, it was just a, you know, that's not going to be good. I mean, if he's on IR, he's going to m- miss the next four weeks. Meaning, and dude, he got surgery. He's getting surgery on a high yeah. ankle. Fortunately so, and unfortunately, I don't have him in any leagues. Well, right, because you don't use roster watch products. <laughs> Whatever you're drafting. <laughs> well, no, I just, I mean, like there was no. I mean, like if you're drafting the first, I mean, I. You know, I got this is mainly got, a dynasty got, thing where we've Taylor. had him since I got Taylor in too many leagues. Well, this is mainly a dynasty thing where we've had him for you know ever since he was a ever since he was a rookie. And it's just it sucks for that. But here's the thing there there's some deep, you know, redraft uh waiver plays that we're gonna talk about this week, but also some that are very clear right at the top. I'm gonna get the matchup tool pulled up, I'm gonna get snap counts, targets, and touches pulled up, and I'm gonna get like the waiver. How, I like how it looked like a disembodied head in the in the video, <laughs> yeah, me too, man. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, ML in the ML in the chat saying he doesn't see any reason 
why the Rams will play cup when he comes back. I mean, here's the, what are the Rams trash? I mean, are they three and six? Yeah. But then again, so are, I mean, somebody else in the NFC West is three and six as well. What are they or they were, or they were at least up to this past weekend. I feel like they could, they're not, they're not out of it yet. Yeah, I mean, I mean as long as they're not out of it, I mean the the reigning be a, the reigning Super Bowl champs are not going to throw in by, the by the time he by the time he comes back, they will be out of it. Maybe if you have a if you have a banged up staff, if if you have, if this is going to be John Wolford throwing to Ben Skoranek and Vance Jefferson, who all of a sudden is no good, and like all like, well, I mean Stafford, Stafford, it was a it, it was a concussion, right? Yeah. But I think, who, I mean, who, who knows? It's like, who knows? It's like ML saying they, they could sit Stafford too. Like, I, I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. And so if, if we look at the Stafford, the, is, Stafford has played through everything. I mean, he's known. They're at the dead bottom. They're the dead dude. How, how on earth are the Rams going to catch the Seahawks who are six and four? They are three and six. They're at the bottom of this what, league. They're, what? They're two games behind. No, they're three games. They're three games behind the Seahawks. They're two games behind the 40. Dude, I mean, it's it's the 49ers. We just like I just so I the top. Think. So the first place team is six and four. What? Yes. I yes. mean, that's that's about as good as, as good odds you're going to get in a, in a division. It, it's basically well, I mean, uh, except for maybe the NFC South. That might be. It's worse. basically like saying that you think the Pittsburgh Steelers can hang around to win. Hang around to stick around in the in the AFC North where they're three and six and the division leaders of the Ravens are six and three. It's about like saying you think that the Jacksonville Jaguars can hang around at three and seven and get ahead of the division leaders who are the Tennessee Titans who are six and three. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's those about are, those are different records. Three and seven is a lot different than three and six. Anyways, let's let's talk about these players. All right. So anyway, uh we have to, before we do it, we have Daniel Shaffert in the chat saying if he's if he should trade uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Njoku for either KW three or ETN, if so, which yes. would you prefer? Yeah, I mean, I would I would trade the I would I would do that for either one. You know, which with, one do you prefer? I mean, is it a uh, is it a I, PPR league? It I does it matter? ETN's not yeah. catching passes that much right now. I mean, yeah, but he, he has he, that. He should. He, he should eventually. He sh- he should eventually. Um, I, you know, KW three is a guy who's just a player I like watching a lot more, but I think that ETN just has more of a more of a runway to you know just these massive games, absolutely massive volume that we've seen. So I would prefer ETN over uh, Kenny Walker. Right I would prefer now. ETN because he's playing this weekend, right? Uh, no, Jackson. Oh, I think not? Jacksonville is Jacksonville's one of the teams. Seattle's, Seattle's on, on by. Right? Jacksonville's on by. Um, I mean, so they're both on by. So <laughs> I mean. You're you're kind of screwed. I see why they want to make this trade. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you can afford afford to not play Hopkins this week, then I would do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so let's talk about the. I I I think it's a great week for waivers. Uh, we saw, you know, and the guys at the very top, they're going to be two wide receivers and two running backs at the very top. But let's talk about the wide receivers and the running backs. One of them is a guy who is on by Rashad White. He's I've been t- we've been talking about him like he's been on the top. He's been towards the top of the wave where our cheat sheet for weeks. There have actually been times where trash fans told me that I'm getting him up too high. And I just keep saying and it's like I said on the serious show this weekend, trash man. Whenever you just put two and two together about Rashad White and all the commentary that we've heard about him and the general trends that we've seen. 
then you get to see in this last week, he actually got a start, you know, um, he, the offense just looks better. I hate to say it for Leonard Fournette. The offense looks better when Rashad White is out there. He's and just waiting. He's waiting for the playoffs. We've been saying it, Lenny. Yeah, we, 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 we've been saying it since the beginning of the season, wherever it was back in that second Thursday night game of the season when Collins were the uh, – whenever those guys were there on Thursday night and all they were talking about – I forget it was a Thursday night or a Sunday night game because I think it was Collinsworth, but, but I forget who it was. But somebody was there all week, and they were talking about how the staff through the course of the season, they're going to get number 29, Rashad White, more and more and more involved. And then there were the other drum beats, like we heard with Adam Schefter, whenever he was interviewed about who his fantasy sleepers were. We, before the season even started, we know how plugged in he is with teams. He mentioned Rashad White as a guy that was going to get more and more involved through the course of the season. And lo and behold, in this um, last game, this 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 Germany game, uh, uh, we had Rashad, we had uh, Rashad White. Let's see, I'm trying to get it. Pulled up 64% of snaps, 22 touches, 105 total yards. Now, Leonard Fournette did get hurt in that game. He did have the one target, 15 touches and 58 yards. He had a touchdown with only 30% of snaps. Rashad White did start the game, and Rashad White just looked really, really good. And now the Tampa Bay goes on a bye. I guess so, what so what is it an abdominal injury? Oh, it's a hip injury because he's wearing that weird thing around his hip. Leonard Fournette okay. was to, to end that game. So they'll be on by. They're acting like it's going to be a situation now coming out of the bye where where Leonard Fournette's going to be okay, you know. But even if so, he's probably you know, you mentioned the playoffs, you mentioned playoff Lenny. I, I think for this critical fantasy stretch run, they're gonna we're gonna see a lot of Rashad White. And it's no, not I, just gonna I be covered in. Yeah, I agree. I just think Pacheco. I mean, like, do you think Pacheco might need to be over him for this week? Well, no, I, I, I do like. I think that Rashad White is the better pickup for rest of season. You know, and that's kind of what we have to base this on on the waiver wire cheat sheet. But yes, if you are playing this week, we have Isaiah Pacheco, who um, in this in this last game. Isaiah Pacheco played on 56% of snaps. He had 16 touches, 82 total yards. He's not getting used at all in the passing game, but Jesus, is he a slasher. It's Clyde Edwards-Alaire that's just complete. I mean, you can just – Well, he was a healthy scratch. No, he wasn't. He, he wasn't? No, he, 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 because he was in there. I, but I, he, didn't, I don't think he got a touch. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure he got a touch, but he was, I certainly saw him in there. Um, he was he was he, he he was down there at the goal line for 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 one play. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, so he didn't get a touch, but he was not a healthy scratch. He he was in on six percent of snaps. He's been completely relegated. I mean, he he was basically a healthy scratch. So Clyde, at this point, if you've held on to him, just hoping that something might change. I don't think it's going to change. There's something there that they just don't like about Clyde Edwards-Helaire. He can be dropped, and this has come down to a situation where it's going to be Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon if we can you know, if we can base anything off of this last week with the Kansas city chiefs and McKinnon's getting used in the passing game, a bunch Pacheco's not, it's kind of become sort of an easy thing. It's like, it, you know, if, it, if it's a PPR league where you can get, where you can get the value out of a guy like, you know, Jared McKinnon playing 38% of snaps, getting eight targets, you know, that's the kind of deal where, you know, only seven touches, but he did get you 58 yards. Uh, Pacheco ha- did have the 16 touches, no targets, no receptions. 82 yards, looking good on a lot of them. He did have the fumble, 
which you know got you know might have got you a little bit worried in game. Regardless, both of these players, if they're on your waiver wire, certainly need to be owned. This will be the last week that they're going to be in this waiver wire discussion. So if you want them, you got to go out and get them. If you had Clyde edwards helaire if you had man, there's a lot. If like AJ Dillon, a lot of these guys, man, if you have these Melvin Gordon. If you have these players and you draft them, you're just kind of hoping for something to break and something to change. Like it, it isn't going to change. It's not going to happen for these guys. And for Isaiah Pacheco, it could happen, right? And for for Rashad White, it could happen. We've seen evidence that it can happen. They've been pretty good options as it is, you know, for the last couple of weeks. So um, even though we're not going to get the game out of Rashad White this week, rest of season, he's the better pickup uh, as I, I just it, it just makes all the sense in the world to me that while he's looking this good, while he's looking this fresh, while he certainly has the trust of Tom Brady, right? Mm-hmm. They they've kind of got something going again now. The NFC South is wide open. All these teams are bad. They want Lenny for the during the playoffs. Like now is the perfect time to give Rashad Wright his extended run. Make sure everything's okay with, with Lenny's hip. I mean, it, it, it's the most important part of our fantasy season that just coincides with what makes total sense after they come off the bye, right? And we know that these rookies after the bye week always get their usage bumped, especially these guys that were taken on you know day 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 one or two of the draft. So Rashad White uh, certainly for me would be my priority unless I just need somebody this week. Isaiah Pacheco this week, Kansas City. I just I just made the matchup tool. So all right. So yeah, Isaiah Pacheco this week has a beautiful matchup, the number two matchup on the roster watch matchup tool for opposing uh running backs in the Los Angeles Chargers. They are at the Los Angeles Chargers, but they are uh I mean it's seven point favorite at the Chargers, number two matchup of the week, 50 point over under. So uh trash me, I can kind of see the Pacheco. I, that you you made a good point. You know, if you need somebody for this week, you go after Isaiah Pacheco. If you have four wins or something like that, go after Pacheco. If you're a team with six wins or more, you know, I would go after Rashad White if those guys are available on your waiver wires. Those are the two that are sort of at the very top, trash man. Um, some of these others I kind of messed with here as far as your ordering of them. You know, you've been really high on trying to get Gus Edwards on your teams. Um I guess the, you know they'll be coming off by. Do you just want to kind of talk about talk about that? Do you worry at all that Kenyon Drake is sort of shown enough to where Gus will be relegated to you know his sort of Gus bus twelve you know twelve touches for you know? Well, the thing is, riding we were, between we the were, tackles, we were excited about Edwards coming back when it was going to be J.K. Dobbins sharing the backfield with him. I mean, and I don't think Drake's as good as Dobbins. Um, so I'm, I mean. I still want Gus for this playoff run. Do you think that? I, I mean, just for, I mean, just based too on the fact that you know they're gonna he's gonna get at least you know double, he's gonna get double digit touches at least every game. Some of these other guys behind him, we're not sh- we're not certain of that every weekend. Would you prioritize um, Jalen Warren over Jarek McKinnon this week, given the fact that Najee Harris seemed to have a little bit of a little bit of a coming back to life uh, over the course of the over the course of the weekend uh, probably not I'd probably want McKinnon okay because we have those guys in the same tier uh, saw, as far as yeah. far as the way that they're lined up you had you had Warren ahead of Mc, you had Warren ahead of McKinnon and so I just I kind of left it like that I think it's fine because they're in the same tier but just for clarif- clarification for our pro members who are using the cheese sheet 
I mean, I kind of I kind of like the upside of McKinnon a little bit more right now, just with the way you know with Juju possibly. God, man, like, do you think Juju's going to be out for? He's going to be out for. I mean, we, we know it'll be one week, but do you think he could be more just based on the fact that? Think they could give him like the two a treatment where he's out where it's just a, a concussion that looks that bad. I mean, did you yeah. see the hit? Like that was one no. where oh, that was one where like Andy Reid had to come out on the field and all the players like kneeled around him and stuff. And yeah, um, it was you know he had to walk off the field. He walked off the field on in his own un, like under his own power. They said on the broadcast, but it wasn't like he had he was draped on the on the trainers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Juju's had a concussion history. Uh, I don't know exactly. Let me see. Player profiler has a good um, injury tracker. I'll pull it up. I want to say that over the course of the last few years, he's had either two of these things or three of these. I remember there was one from two years ago. Let's see. Where's this injury guy? Okay, so on player profiler, I'm here. So he had a concussion. Oh, okay. So it it really hasn't been that bad. It's been he had one in 2019, and he had one in 2017. Okay. So it, 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 every it, couple of years. Yeah, it's not. It isn't as bad as I as bad as I remember being. Actually, Juju, if you look at his injury history, it really hadn't been that bad. No. In 2021, it was the shoulder strain that, that swindled him. But other than that, he's been he's been pretty 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 durable. I still think he misses two games here. I still think he, he'll miss two games, and if you. You know, if you wanted that to kind of move into wide receiver, we we can because clearly there's another two wide receivers that we need to talk about here. One of them will be a clear beneficiary yeah. of that. Well, I want to touch some running backs. just on Kyron Williams really quickly. Okay. And the running back. Um, so it just seems like, I mean, he got some good usage, especially in the passing game. And I'm thinking with Cooper Cup being out and then needing pass catchers, I think Kyron Williams – He's going to get a lot more run soon. And, I mean, and he doesn't have a lot of talent in front of him um, with Akers and Henderson. So I, f- I feel like Kyron Williams, this is – he's going to get some opportunities moving forward. Okay. Um, hey, did you – is it is it true that uh, – what like one thing that we might have wanted to add on here was, was Keontae Ingram just as a bottom-of-the-barrel one. Um, bottom of the barrel because Eno Eno Benjamin was waived by the by the by the Cardinals. So I mean, uh, I mean James Conner played like like eighty something percent of snaps. I, f- I feel like it was some inordinate amount. Yeah, I I know, but I just I, you know he he's he's not included. I just wanted to throw his name out on the podcast for people in super deep leagues. I I, I think no, it's I not it's, it's 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 nothing. It isn't one of these guys that we'd rec- – I mean, basically, we, we recommend the guys that we go up to like 10% on. I, I wouldn't go up to 10% of my free agent acquisition budget on him. I wouldn't use waiver priority on him. But he'll 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 make it through waivers. And so if, if he's still there on – on um, if he makes it through waivers, you can get him for free and free agency for some dirt ball off your bench. I mean, he's yeah, good. Would, James Conner insurance. Yeah, I would I would, I would would go make that happen for, for sure. Um Anyway, let's move on to wide receiver. And, uh, again, if you guys have questions in the chat and you want to ask about guys who you can drop this week, I'm taking a list of them. I'm looking at some of the questions on Roster Watch. And um, I'll be taking uh, uh, questions from people who have asked us on Twitter about drops. Uh, and we'll go over those with Trash Man once we get to the end of the show. But um, as far as the wide receivers, I mean, it starts and ends 
with Christian Watson, our guy from the senior bowl. Do you want to just kind of, do you want to give your, uh, for people who just might not know about Christian Watson, I'll give, you know, sort of what we were looking at as far as, you know, his actual play for the green Bay Packers this last week. And it was just an absolute monster. Um, Eight targets for four receptions for 107. It was bittersweet. It was bittersweet. Three three touchdowns and 84% of snaps. Why was it bittersweet? Because it was against my Cowboys. Okay, yeah. And here's the other thing, Trash Man. He ended up getting a touchdown on this drive that I'm talking about anyway, but he was targeted on another deep ball. Do you, do you remember that ball where he yeah. where he just didn't look up? He, yeah. He, he looks back at Rogers. He yeah, he made, some, he made some rookie mistakes for sure, but – um, his talent was, you know, there were, obvious. There were four times that they wanted to get that, that they wanted to get him the football in situations where he was going to dash for the end zone. Yeah. So that, that's, I mean, it's very, very, very telling. And like you and I talked about when we were on the serious show this last weekend, Alan Lazard was, he's a sub athlete. He was going to have trouble with, with a guy like Diggs. It's just, it's, he just, he, he was, this was the matchup that they looked to, um, Alan Lazard on 98% of snaps, only four targets. Christian Watson doubled up Alan Lazard and was the lead target getter for Aaron Rodgers. You, you develop some trust with Aaron Rodgers. You also are the guy who Aaron Rodgers said that he wanted, right? Yeah. We can't forget I mean, that on draft six, night. Six foot five with four four wheels. I mean, and you saw like none of the backs could keep up with him. Yeah. Um, and and they and 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 they're not as tall as him. You know, it's so not that's just, what I'm saying. Like six five and four four. I mean, it's a lethal combination. And what about the arm length? It's just like, don't you remember the arm length from the Senior Bowl? I mean, yeah, I mean, like we, I mean, he, we compared him to Mike Evans and um, Miles Boykin. Um, hopefully, more Miles Evans than uh, Mike Evans and Miles Boykin. But yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, he was. Uh, I just, I'd, I'd like to go to like, what did we, what did we say? Like, I'm gonna like roster. I'm gonna look at our rookie profile of him. Do you do you have that pulled up? Yeah. So do you have the do you have the arm and the hand size? Um arms 32 and uh three fourths inches. Yeah, I mean 33 inches. 10 inch hands. Yeah. And during the senior bowl, don't you remember on that on that rainy day where we were having to wear the ponchos and all this stuff like that? Christian yeah. Watson wasn't wearing a damn poncho. He wasn't doing anything. He's going up and get, like I don't worry about him in the weather in Green Bay or anything. It's, he, he's He's he, he's going to be good. Romeo Dubs is going to be out. Um, R- Christian Watson was always a better prospect than Romeo Dobbs. That's why he got picked two rounds ahead of him. And as we mentioned, Green Bay was getting all this shit for taking Devontae Wyatt in the first round and not going after the wide receiver and all this stuff like that when they had all the opportunities to. And the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted was Christian Watson. You know, when when their time was up and they're in the when they picked him, I think they picked him in the in the thirties or forties, you know? So, um, you know, he's, he's got the pedigree. He's good. He's available in like 88% of leagues. If you have the number one priority, you can go, just go get him. If you, if you lost Cooper cup, if you've been, if you've just been having to deal with some kind of Brandon cooks, you know, if you've been having to deal with this stuff with, you know, any of these guys that have been, um, Real Drake, Drake London. Drake I mean, London. really good week yeah. last week. <laughs> Switch him out with Drake London. I mean, it's yeah, like, look, uh, yeah, like this is the kind of guy, man. You, you want to pick him up, man. Pick him up for the home stretch. This is an important one. We talked about it last week with Jeff Wilson, trash man starting Jeff Wilson over Deontay Foreman. Didn't turn out to be that bad a deal, did it? Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I told you on the radio show it wasn't too bad a deal. You said I was having a fever dream. <laughs> I, I mean, I still think Foreman's a, 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 I don't know, he's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think Chuba is going to get more and more involved hey, as we if, go on. If Deontay Foreman had, you know, uh, the wide receivers that Miami does taking attention from him, he would, he would be. He'd be pretty good. If if you love Deontay so much, trash man, maybe we can work out a maybe we can work out a trade in our oldest league. I'd I'd I'd, I'd like to get rid of him and just start ha- quit quit having the headache between him and my guy Jeff Wilson. So maybe we can work on something there. Um, okay, uh, so that's Christian Watson, right? I think we made it clear. Go get Christian Watson. I can't believe it, but I think Kade- I, I think that he you know he's definitely ahead of Kadarius Tony, who's in a better you know better system. I think season long, yes. At this point in time, better, better quarterback. I mean, Aaron, you know, not a better quarterback as far as just the annals of NFL history, but right now, a, a more proficient quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. Miko Hardman should probably be back. I mean, he sat out last week with ab soreness. But then, you know, and stuff, but then and he had, out. That gets more right. targets for him potentially. Well, certainly, whenever there was no Juju, there was no Miko Hardman in this last game. We just saw Kadarius Tony. Uh, his usage very predictably, you know, spiked. And you and I talked about this on the SiriusXM show too. And we said it exactly what was what, what was going to happen. We said they're going to get they're going to get down to the they're going to get down in the red zone. The Clyde Edwards Layer owner is going to get pumped up that he's going to get a touchdown here, and they're going to run Miko Hardman. Or they're going to run um, Tony t- Tony right in front. They're going to like a fake a pop pass to him. He's going to run off to the side. They're going to just throw him the ball right there. Wide ass open for a touchdown. It's exactly what happened. And that's what got him kickstarted uh, in this game. In all, Kadarius Tony played 44% of snaps, uh, five targets with six touches. So um, I believe, I think he caught all his targets and then got that extra carry out of the backfield uh, for 90, 90 total yards and one touchdown. We're going to see that thing continue to move up as Andy Reid sort of goes back and watches that film and says, this could be the piece of our offense that we really need to get back to full steam. Like we were before, you know, he's not Tyreek Hill, but he's, he's, he's 75% kind of of a Tyreek Hill. It's, it's, it's why urban Meyer, it's why urban Meyer wanted him and then tilted his face off whenever, uh, Whenever the Giants, after they had actually traded back, took Kadarius Tony, and Urban Meyer's like, "Stop, fuck it, just give me ETN." You think like, that? You think that would set him off? He no, yeah, <laughs> oh, 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 for the whole career and the whole season with the Jags. No, it's just, but but like NFL, like NFL guys all realize, man, the Kadarius Tony's got he's a little bit of a you know interesting Not character, man. He he marches to the beat of his own drum, we'll say, but he's so so fast. He's so dynamic with the ball in his hands. He earns targets like crazy. He, he he's a guy you, that you can scheme wide ass open. He has the ability. He has, he has the running and cutting ability to where if you put it on a chalkboard and it works on a chalkboard, Kadarius Tony can make it work on the actual grass. And not, and not all players are are capable of doing that. Mm-hmm. So do that in a Patrick Mahomes offense, Kadarius Tony. You're fine going twenty five. 30%. I mean, if you really need it badly, uh, over 30 I mean, this is the type of week. I mean, how many more weeks on the waivers are we going to really have, Trash Man? It's like almost like you can move in on, on a Watson, a Tony, yeah. a Rashad White, any of these guys. 
um, if you have not been able to, or you haven't been able to use your waiver order on guys in the past, we've told you to move pretty well, you know, I mean, Ken, Kenny Walker was the one that we told you you can make the all-in move on. We said to make a big move for Jeff Wilson. This is a this isn't quite like this is this isn't like the Kenny Walker thing mm-hmm. because that's a that that's a running back and that was going to be a staple in, in, in your in your lineup for the rest of the season that we knew because it was the talent and we knew the opportunity because of no Rashad Penny with, with Christian Watson. What do we know? Well, we know he automatically. I mean, he is their most athletic. I mean, this his, his He's their best receiver. Is, he he has a he has a ninety nine point nine percentile spark score. You know, like he's like I'm. If he's coming on and Aaron Rodgers likes throwing him the football and he targets him eight times in this game versus the Cowboys, it's like it, this is going to continue. And he's the kind of guy that's capable of making plays. So it, it's the kind of thing where if Green Bay does make a run, and remember they play in the they play in the NFC North. Wherever they're going to get to play the, the, I mean, they got the Lions and they got the Bears and they got the they got the Vikings and stuff. These guys are all good matchups for opposing wide receivers. So um, you can make it like it's not a Kenny Walker move, but I think it's a stronger move than a Jeff Wilson move. You know, these other guys I see sort of in that Jeff Wilson from from last week. Yeah. Um, we have Chris. Uh, we'll get to J- Shane Jacobs. Chris Genova saying, "Hey, how would you rank these guys with our targets?" Pacheco, B. Rob, Watson, Campbell, Slayton. So I would go um, uh, Pacheco, Pacheco, Watson. Um, I I don't I think Brian Brian Robinson. It's like I tweeted last night, man. If you block four yards for Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson's gonna gonna, gonna get you four yards. Yeah, it's just I mean, it's, he really just does not do anything to 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 create on his own. Um, I, if you need quarterback, if you're in quarterback purgatory, like I'd say maybe Watson after that, and then B. Rob Campbell. Which Watson is he talking about? I thought I was talking about Deshaun Watson. Which one did you think he was talking about? It'd be Chris is Christian, right? Oh, oh, okay. So if you're talking about, well, Christian, I don't know. Watson, I don't know. I don't know who he's talking about. But that's it. Just dep- it depends on what you need. If like if you need severe running back help right now, I would take Pacheco and I would line him up this week versus the Chargers. Yeah. Um, if 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 you don't really if you don't if you're not in desperate need of running back help, I'd take the stab on Christian Watson. And then after that, those guys. I mean, personally, with Matt Ryan back, I I think Paris Campbell is is a great pickup. He's a great add. We have him sort of in the second tier of available players. Darius Slayton just continues to get it done. He's boring though. Like I, I mean, he's the number I'm, one receiver. I mean, because the thing is, Daniel Jones, he he takes a shot every now now and then. You know, right. and it tends to be downfield, and that's not Wendell Robinson. That's that's Darius Slayton. Um, I yeah. mean, when it's not Saquon Barkley, I mean he's going to take it a, a, a few shots, um, and they're probably going to go to Darius Slayton. This guy Shane Jake Shane Jacobus is saying, "Hey guys, cup went down for me. Should I trade Kenny? I guess so. Kenny Walker for Olave and Devontae Smith." I don't know what the rest of your team looks like. Yeah, I mean, if you have the um, if you if if you have the horses to stay afloat at running back, yeah, yeah, I'd rather have Olave and Devonte Smith in a, in a vacuum. But it's going to matter what your roster construction is, you know, right? Um, but yeah, in a vacuum, I like the side of Olave and Devonte Smith better than I like the side of Kenny Walker. Um, got sixty six Fab. I guess he's. I guess that's out of. 
let's say it's out of 200 and wondering where to spend my cash. I'm five and five. I need a dog for the playoff push. Um, I mean, one of those four guys. Yeah, one of those four. He's five and five. I think I would go Christian Watson or Rashad White. And then I would go um, Pacheco. One of the Chiefs, Pacheco or Kadarius. Uh, Shane Jacobus again is asking, is Watson worth a waiver wire one pick, pick like a waiver wire first priority? Yes. yes. I'm, I'm, I'm praying. I'm praying that my wife, who's a Cooper Cup owner, has number one in her league so she can go get him tonight. And I won't get yelled at for having wrecked her team. Um, uh, Chris, Chris also as well, like Deshaun Watson, too, if you need a quarterback for the playoff push. That's an option, too. Yeah. Um, he, Ch- Jacobus is saying he has Connor, JT, and Foreman as his backs, and he has for his wide receivers are Cup, Judy, Gallup, and Tony. Okay. Yeah, I, well, then I, I would do that. Make, make the trade for Olave and Devontae Smith. I think you're going to be fine with um, – with those guys, and but but now see for Shane Jacobus, what you need to do. Don't think of, if you do that. Quit thinking about going and picking up Christian Watson off waivers. Go go pick up Isaiah Pacheco or Rashad White off of waivers, or any of the other guys that are on the waiver wire cheat sheet under underneath them. You know, like go go. Don't like if you get Olave and you get Devonte Smith. Like those are your two horses for the rest of the you know for the rest of the season until Cup comes back. Right, Tony's going to get mixed in. Okay, like go after running back this week on the waiver run. Um, just do you have any thoughts about Van Jefferson versus? Uh, I mean, I think Jefferson's the most talented of that of that group. But they just seemed to. I mean, Ben Ben Skowronik had seven targets last week. He did, but Jefferson had the better game. I mean, like, and it was his first game back, right? Um, no, no, no. It was, was his, it was his second. It was his second two game. Two games back, back. but. Um, he had the best game. I think Van Jefferson. I think he's the best. He's the most talented of that group. He's I do too. I think this Skoranek. Um, I think Skoranek, if I were maybe one of them up. In a, maybe in a full PPR, maybe Skoranek. Maybe that might be the move. But I, I don't see the upside with Skoranek. But I kind of do because he's do big. Yeah, I mean, don't you remember we saw him at the Senior Bowl and we thought he's no good, but I do think that they like him because they play him at fullback. They play him at all kinds of different spots. I think if the season goes downhill, like we think it might. I think he's a guy that they'll want to get a developmental look at, you know, like an evaluation look at. Mm-hmm. I think I think they find him interesting. You know what I mean? So I, I it's it just it feels like that from the talk that you sort of hear from behind the scenes. And I like what you said earlier about Kyron Williams. I think that makes a lot of sense. And I like where you have him here uh, on the on the cheat sheet, even though we were only looking at twenty seven percent of snaps last week. I mean, it was it's you know. It, 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 it didn't like Daryl Henderson did much on his 57% of snaps. Something's right. got to break I mean, like there. Six touches each for him and Cam Akers and, and Kyron Williams, I think was a lot, he was a lot more active in the passing game. And I think that's where they're going to need him. Um, okay. This guy's Mo Diesel saying Allen Robinson or Christian Watson, a half point PPR. If you say Watson, I'll have to waste my number one waiver on him. Is it yes. worth it? It's worth wasting your number one waiver. I don't think yeah. you need to drop Allen Robinson to get Christian Watson though. Right. But I mean, what's what's I think maybe he's thinking about picking up Allen Robinson. Oh, um, OK. I would rather have Christian Watson for the rest of the season, even with this cup stuff. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I mean, give me dude, give me the guy with 40 point upside. And give me the guy and, and give me the guy that's literally one of the most athletic wide receivers in the National Football League. Yeah. And, and the tallest and the longest arms 
and who Aaron Rodgers feels like he's trusting right now yeah. I mean, with no competition. Can you believe that they cut Amari Rodgers today? Ah, uh, what a pain! What a what a what a kick in the nuts! Yeah, um, he'll turn up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, all right. You want to talk about which, which of these wide receivers you want to talk about? I'll keep collecting some of these names about possible drops and. We can get I, Donovan Peoples Jones needs to be owned in PPR leagues. Oh yeah, man. I mean he should be. He's right there at the top of that second tier, right, Trash Man? I mean he's like he he needs to be. All he does, like I said on the ratio, all he does in PPR is get you twelve points a week. It was even better this last week. Yeah, it's all because all because Amari Cooper's too scared to too scared to have a good game on the road. Yeah, that's pretty uncanny how terrible he's been on the road. <laughs> yeah, man. Any of these other guys you want to just touch on before we get to the tight ends? And I can berate um, you for not. I can berate you for not having a for for not having Trey McBride higher. I I had to get him moved up. Um, I mean, Traylon Burks uh, is worth adding in in deeper leagues. Um, Lavisca Chenault, I like what he did in Carolina. I feel like maybe that genie's out of the bottle there. Um, he's, he's a prospect, he's a prospect you can add in deep leagues. Um, and it's going to be available in most, in almost every league right now. Um, then, I mean, those are the, I mean, those are the guys that I'm the most excited about in that lower tier. Oh, and Julio Jones. Um, I think Julio Jones is going to be a good ad for this playoff run. Yeah. He had a little bit of juice, right? Yeah. A little bit of juice. All right. Uh, on the tight ends, we'll, uh, we'll talk about. Um, let's see. We have a couple quotable questions here. No name, no name picked yet. I called you guys a couple weeks ago. Former Sizzler CEO Kerry Cramp. I asked about Elijah Moore and, and has he found his way back on my roster? And he's found his way back on the roster. Just going to use him from the slot. Thoughts? I don't. I don't know. Like I don't. This whole thing with Elijah Moore. There are things that we can kind of read the tea leaves on and there are things that just seem weird. And this whole Elijah Moore thing to me just seems too weird for me to be dipping my toes into for anything other than a speculative ad on what's such a sick player. That's yeah. fine, dude. It's fine. If that stuff comes to fruition, it's fine. We're certainly not forecasting it on our models. So like th- with Elijah Moore, this has been so weird. This is going to be one where we got to see it before we really, really buy in. Um, Mo Diesel is saying he would only need Watson for one week. Well, no, that's not the point, Mo Diesel. That, that isn't how waivers work. You pick him up, and you, maybe you could need him for this week, and you could use him. But I then what if, are you going to be using him? What like what if, what yeah. if all what if all of a sudden this becomes a situation where? And I'm not saying this is going to happen, but you remember that Odell Beckham Jr. didn't do shit until right about now in his rookie season. Like, and then if you only need him for one week, or you, you just didn't play him for the rest of that whole 2014 season. Like, no, like you played him every week and you went to a championship. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen with Watson. It's been an off and on weird start, but that's not why you pick. Like, you're not just picking him up off of waivers for a spot start. You're picking him up as a guy that, you know, there's a there's a much greater than zero opportunity that he can be a, a real difference maker for he you. He could be the next Devontae Adams. Yeah. Uh, he says that Higby, uh, St. Stevens, Zicolella, Zick, Zicolella, Zick, Zick. Zicalella says Higby's available in his league. He has Goddard heading to the IR, I believe. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, Adam. I Adam, mean, he sure. he led the team in target in targets with Cup out. Yeah. So um, I would uh, I would definitely definitely be adding Tyler Higby if he's available. He's certainly I not. think that's the biggest beneficiary of the of the Cup 
an injury. Yeah, well, hey, man, it certainly could be. Well, hey, speaking of tight ends, let's talk about them. Um, at the very top, we you had Cole Komet up here. If Cole Komet's available in your league, certainly go get him. But as I looked, he he had already gotten up to 63, 64% uh, owned uh, across at least uh, across at least Yahoo leagues. So he came off the list. But uh, Cole Komet's a great pickup, of course. Greg Dulcich had a down game this week. But, it, you know, he did have – if you were watching the game, you saw that he – if there was one play that he could have had back, he would have added prob- probably six and maybe more fantasy points onto his – it was like a 40-yard pass. And if he would have gotten it and done Greg Dulcich things, he, he, he could have gotten you a 15-point game with, with, with the touchdown there. With the reception there, he would have gotten you at PPR probably a nine-point game. So the usage is still there. The route participation is still there. Um, Greg Dulcich is a guy who, if you're still in, you know, Tight end purgatory, go out and get him. He got I you the back. He, he didn't get you a good week last week. But here's here's the thing: like, there's a bunch of time. I mean, I have Mark I Andrews in a couple have, of leagues, and it, like he's he's gotten me three pointers a couple times. I just don't see how you have Foster Moreau this high. I, I that's the one thing I couldn't jab with. Well, I mean, Foster Moreau, I, I mean, got him he, up. He, he finally did something for you in fantasy this past week, but he's been trash even with Waller out. And Waller up, up until this past week. Do you, th- do you think Waller's even going to come back this year? I don't know. As a, like in like for in, in all my dynasty leagues that I have him in, I've just chalked it up to where he's just like, man, I don't think he's coming back. It's always so weird. Like e- every week, it's like he doesn't practice. He didn't do. It didn't like they ever say he's get he's getting closer. Yeah. You know. I I don't so I don't know. I mean, I think the Moreau needs to be owned. He was a good he was he was a, he was a good play this last week. I, I, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just another thing where I, has he been producing for fantasy? No, I mean, it hasn't been, it hasn't been great, but the underlying numbers are, he's always popping in all of our models because of the underlying numbers. And a lot of times you just, I mean, what, what are you going to, what are you going to do at tight end? I mean, I what are you going to, some of these guys have more upside. I feel like likely sure. if Andrews, if Andrews isn't ready, but he's playing all the snaps. He's playing he, all the snaps. And exactly. He's not doing anything with him. But um, he is. He, 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 he did last week. Did last week. But, I mean, he's been without Waller for weeks now. I get it. Um, and I like – I mean, you don't like the upside of, of like a Kate Otten more than Moreau or not, – Not now that Cameron Brace coming back into form. I think they should just bench Cameron Brace for Kate Otten, but they're not going to. Yeah. And they're sure not going to run. I mean, they're sure not going to do a bunch of two and three tight end sets. I mean, they they have they have. I mean, it's just they're not going to do it. And if they do, what's he going to be the 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 fourth or fifth option in the passing game, depending on which running backs in there? No, both of those Rashad White and Leonard Fournette are both going to be ahead of him in the in, in the pecking order as far as pro- progressions. I would think. I just hate Foster Moreau. That's what it comes down to. All right, that's fine. Quarterback, go pick up Deshaun Watson if he's available. Thank us later. Um, all right. Anything else, Trash, maybe before I ask you about these drops? Uh, no, at, at quarterback position, there's nobody else. Well, I mean, I guess there's somebody who I just remember, Colt McCoy, I guess who could potential, potentially be somebody you could add this week. Uh, um, let's wait to see what the deal is with, with Kyler. I mean, he was a game-time decision last week, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, right. the team almost looked a little bit better with McCoy. I think they, 
They, I think they like his leadership. He always gets hurt. He got, he got hurt again in this one. He came back in. I was like, damn, man. The Aggies always called Colt Cart, if, 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 if you remember <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, of course I do. Look at this guy. There's a better chance of the robot genius <laughs> choosing Siciliano over Hanson <laughs> than Foster Moreau being a tight end. Dude, the, dude, the, dude, the robot genius thinks Siciliano is so tiny and puny. <laughs> Puny. Yeah, he, he's shrimpy and squirmy, dude. <laughs> no, no, our guy, no name picked yet, man. Former Sizzler CEO, Kerry Cramp. All right, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Can you can you drop him? A shorter list than usual this week. The, the chat, I guess they know who to drop. Latavius Murray. No. Can't you wouldn't drop him for Rashad White or for? I mean, I, you, I mean, you could drop him for Rashad White yes. or Pacheco. Yes, but I don't think I don't think I don't think he's useless. I think he's useless. Drop him. Mm. Drop him. You, if 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 you drop him and he goes off, you can blame me and not trash man. Okay. Would you do? Would you do Connor for Debo? Mm-hmm. What side of that do you would Would you prefer a trash man? I think I prefer Debo Samuel over yeah. James Connor. Okay, um, Melvin Gordon. Yes. So you're okay dropping Melvin Gordon. You're not okay dropping Latavius. I felt like Latavius. Melvin Gordon played sixty percent of the snaps. Latavius, I, Latavius was better. Well, I mean, what, he didn't look any better to me. I mean, I hate Latavius, but I don't think my bias is coming through that bad. When I was, I mean, I had to watch some of this crappy game. Melvin Gordon went for seventy yards on fifty-four percent of snaps. Latavius went for 47 yards on 31% of snaps. Come on, trash man. I say you could drop Latavius, but I think I don't think you can drop Melvin just yet. Just yet. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens if he gets maybe used more in the passing game because Jerry Judy's going to miss time. Hold on. With that ankle. What? I, that didn't seem. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, unless the snap counts tool is wrong, Latavius Murray played 31% of snaps, three targets, 12 touches, 47 total yards, no touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, six targets, 11 touches, 70 total yards, and 54% of snaps. I mean, he, I mean, Murray out-touched him. 11 to 12? Who cares? Melvin got twice as many targets, and he played almost double the, almost double the amount of snaps. And Melvin Gordon's just a better all-around player. Melvin Gore's a former first-round pick. You just always hated Latavius Murray. Well, that's true. For and, and for good reason. He stinks. We 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 keep getting this one. AJ Dillon. Uh, I mean, I think you can drop AJ Dillon. I'm 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 hesitant to drop AJ Dillon. Why? I, I think you can if you need to. I mean, going up against, I, I mean, going up against Tennessee this week is a terrible matchup. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. I think I would drop him if there was no other option I had. I mean, you got Tennessee and Philadelphia after that. I mean, a week fourteen bye, like former Sizzler CEO Kerry Cream was asking if DeAndre Swift is a hold for the playoffs. Should I trade him for someone like Rashad White? Oh no, 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 no. No, don't trade away DeAndre Swift. You know, if you're making a playoff push, no, don't do that for for Rashad White. I mean, he's still DeAndre Swift. I mean, I guess somebody already owns Rashad White in your league. 
Yeah, I guess so. He, dude, that's trash me. It's an absurd idea to trade away DeAndre Swift for Rashad White. You could get much. You could get Rashad White plus. You know, you can you can get Rashad White yeah. plus a good white white. You might be able to get like Rashad White plus. Yeah, plus I would like not God make that offer. I would not make that offer. I mean, yeah, like they're, they're going to expect something much less if, unless they're really shrewd. What about somebody's? At, this is an interesting one because a lot of people had a lot of hope for this thing, but Naheem Hines only got eight percent. Like, can you drop Nah Naheem Hines? Yes, I don't like any Bills running backs to be honest. Okay, two more. Uh, somebody is asking now if they can drop the guy that always pops in the models. And I mean, he had 10 targets. Somebody's asking if they can drop a guy that had 10 targets on 94% of snaps last week, but it's Zay Jones. I mean, Zay Jones has been, had that kind of snap count all season. Um, You can drop Zay and, you know, and you can add Zay. I mean, I, I think I'm pretty ambivalent about Zay Jones. I, I mean, would I would does, drop he, Zay for Gadarius Tony. I would drop Zay for Christian for Watson. Christian Watson, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would maybe even drop him for Donovan Peoples Jones. I mean, because I think they kind of profile similarly, but Jones is getting more out of it. And finally, finally, trash man, the tough one, toughest one I've been asked. Can one of our users, one of our one of our loyal users who depend on our on, on our advice, can they drop? James Robinson. No. 